Welcome to Sandra Ray's Fiercely Spiritual Podcast. You're listening to episode 25. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of the Fiercely Spiritual Podcast. I'm Sandra Ray, and today we are getting around to talking about self-mastery, which I promised we would talk about. Um, and if you listen to last week's episode, I touched on it a little bit, and I promised that we'd be coming back to it. So this episode is all about self-mastery and what exactly that is. So self-mastery is really the ability to control your thoughts. That's all it is. It's the ability to control your thoughts. And when I was thinking about this, I was going to say to control your actions as well. But when we think about it, all actions are preceded first by a thought. And thought is the only activity which the mind possesses. So we can't do anything, we can't say anything without first thinking. Even if the delay between thinking and doing is a microsecond, there's still a thought that precedes it. Um, now, having said that, not all thoughts are conscious. In fact, the majority of thoughts are subconscious. And we're going to talk about that in a moment. But first, let's look at the levels of consciousness. So most people know about the subconscious. You've probably heard of the subconscious and you're probably aware of the conscious level of thinking as well. And there's a third level, which is the super conscious mind. So I'm going to talk about these in a bit more detail, but I wanted to first explain when I was first aware of these levels. So you have the subconscious, which is the level of thinking that we're not aware of. So when you're a baby, you have to program the subconscious. That's why everything is so hard for babies because they haven't walked before. They haven't taught themselves how to eat. They haven't even taught themselves how to use their limbs. So it's a process of learning, of growing and programming the subconscious. And once the subconscious is programmed, then that activity or that thing that they do becomes easy because the subconscious then takes over. So when you think about it, when you get out of bed in the morning, you don't think about how am I going to balance on my feet? How am I going to walk? How am I going to navigate, you know, walking from one foot to the other without falling over? You don't even think about it. You just get up and walk. And at the moment, I am practicing balancing on my hands. I'm practicing handstands. And it's so funny because it's so difficult to stay in a handstand for a prolonged period. And it's like that baby who is learning to walk. It's like every time I can stay up a little bit longer, but there's some times when I'll be tired or I'll just, you know, do it wrong. And it's like programming when you're a baby is so much easier because babies are just open and they don't have any conscious beliefs that they can't do something. Everything is possible. They just go for it. Whereas when we're older, we've 
programmed all these limiting beliefs into our subconscious. So my limiting belief is that I can't balance on my hands for a prolonged period. Um, so it's much harder to then program the subconscious, but there's ways to do it. So we're going to talk about that. So the conscious mind is the level of thinking that you're aware of. So you might walk out into a beautiful garden and you might think, wow, this is so beautiful. And you might admire the colors and you might admire the beauty. And that's a conscious thought. You may think about what you want to have for dinner and you might decide, well, I'd like to have pizza for dinner. That's a conscious thought. So it's thoughts that are in your conscious awareness. And then the super conscious is the mind which is the higher mind, the universal mind, the God mind. And this is the level of thinking that most of us don't often access, but it's available to all of us. Now, I used to think that the levels of mind were subconscious and then conscious and then super conscious because you think, well, the conscious mind is our conscious thoughts of what we do and what we think. So it's natural that the superconscious would be above that, but that's actually not the case. The levels are conscious, subconscious, and then superconscious. And the way to access the superconscious is through the subconscious. Hopefully you're with me on this. The reason for that is the subconscious mind is controlled mainly by the superconscious. When you think about it, the subconscious controls the functions of your body. It controls the every cell of your body. It controls your breathing, your heartbeat, your blood circulating. And if you were to try and consciously control the billions of things happening in your body from second to second, you would not be able to do it. So the superconscious or the universal mind it manages the subconscious, but the role of the conscious mind is to program the subconscious. So stay with me on this. So the subconscious is open to suggestion. It is open to our conscious suggestion. So basically, this is where free will comes in. We know that we have free will. We know that we are here to exercise that free will. And if we choose to, we don't have to ever seek guidance from the superconscious or the universal or source or whatever you call it. And that's our choice. Now, if we choose to, we can access those higher realms or those higher levels of consciousness. And we can choose to seek guidance. We can choose to tap into universal wisdom. We can choose to not just operate at the level of our limited conscious mind, but tap into the unlimited levels and the unlimited abilities of the subconscious and superconscious minds. So the way to do that, we'll talk about in a moment, but essentially self-mastery is being aware of your conscious thoughts, what you're consciously choosing to think, because your conscious mind is the gateway to the subconscious and the superconscious. So all you have to do is to be aware of your thoughts. Now, because we have 
something like, I think, 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, you can't be aware of every single thought. And the majority of it is subconscious anyway. So what we have to do is to become aware of what we're consciously thinking, maybe the 10% of conscious thoughts, and use those then to direct and reprogram the subconscious mind. So there's three steps that I want to go through to allow yourself to have this level of self-mastery. And before we go into this, I just want to talk about why you'd want to do this in the first place. You might be thinking, well, my subconscious is doing a pretty good job of, you know, controlling the functions of my body, regulating the functions of my body. Why would I want to start interfering? And for the most part, you don't. What you do want to start changing, though, is the subconscious beliefs that were programmed probably when you were a child that are still running, that are just being carried out automatically that need to be updated. So there might be subconscious beliefs that are limiting beliefs, things that you were told when you were a child. You might have been told by a teacher that you were stupid or by a parent that you couldn't do something. And that filtered into your conscious mind and then filtered down to the level of your subconscious. And then your subconscious keeps playing that over and over that you're stupid or that you can't play the piano or whatever it is. Um, And that then becomes your new normal. That becomes the level from which you operate. So the reason why we want to access the subconscious in order to have this level of self-mastery is to reprogram those limiting thoughts and beliefs that might be holding us back and that probably have been running since we were children. So the levels or the three steps to self-mastery is to first become aware of the limiting beliefs. And we'll go through how to do that. Secondly, to reprogram these limiting beliefs with new positive beliefs. And then thirdly, to maintain these new thoughts and beliefs on an ongoing basis. So first of all, becoming aware of limiting beliefs. The way to do this is to get into a meditative state. You want to be super relaxed. You want to switch off your conscious mind and you want to focus on an area of concern. So it could be that you find that at the moment you're feeling super stressed and you just want to allow yourself to feel more peaceful, more relaxed. So you might want to focus on that. There could be something else coming up for you. Whatever it is, pick one thing. Don't try to solve everything at once. Just pick one small thing. And you don't want to pick the biggest thing either that's coming up for you. Maybe pick something small to start off with, just to experiment, just to try this out. Do it with an attitude of experimenting rather than seeing it as something that you have to master. Just experiment, just keep practicing and that's really just come at it with a a lighthearted you know, way being lighthearted and having fun doing it is the key. So focusing on whatever area, whatever topic is coming up for you, and then asking the right questions. So I've mentioned this before, I think it was Tony Robbins who said that 
the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask. So this is really important to ask the right questions, to have this process of self-inquiry where you can ask the questions that will lead you into the depths of your subconscious and help you to uncover maybe the source of these limiting beliefs. And then once you ask the questions, start asking yourself the questions and then tune into the answers. So the answer could come while you're in this meditative state as a flash of insight. It may be like a scene from your youth where something happened. It could be just a word that pops into your head. It could be a stream of consciousness that you need to write down that just keeps coming and coming. Or you might not get anything at first and it may be like you'll have a light bulb moment later in that day. But it will come if you're aware, if you're tuned in and if you're asking the questions, you will get the answers. So becoming aware is the first phase. The second phase is reprogramming those subconscious beliefs. So when you have subconscious beliefs that you realize, okay, so when I was little, this person or this teacher said this to me, and I've now accepted that as a truth. They told me that I was stupid, so now I think that that is true. I want to reprogram that limiting belief with a new belief. So essentially, reprogramming is as simple as stating the positive opposite. So if, for example, you were told when you're younger that you have to work hard to get paid, you have to work hard, you know, then you'll get the good job or whatever it was, you can reprogram that limiting belief with an affirmation, something like money comes to me effortlessly. And this is an affirmation that I used and I've used for years. And I actually have a whole podcast episode on it. It's episode 22. If you're interested, I go much deeper into how that came about and the miraculous results I've had from using it. So you simply state the positive opposite to what is coming up for you, write it down and use that as your affirmation that you would use to reprogram your mind. Now, it's not as simple as just stating the affirmation over and over. It's more of a case that you need to do it when the subconscious mind is open to receiving the affirmation. So this is very different to just repeating something over and over. And in fact, just repeating it over and over can be counterproductive because the conscious mind might kick in and say, no, that's not true. You have to work hard to get money. So you want to do it when the conscious mind is least active. And, you know, I could spend hours on this topic alone and go into all the ways that we can do it and all the processes. And in fact, it's something I do talk about a lot in my members group, The Fiercely Spiritual Family. There's a whole workshop dedicated to this and how to reprogram limiting beliefs. But for now, the way to do it is just to be conscious of getting into that meditative, meditative state. And I think what I realized was that I was doing it the opposite way for years. I was just repeating affirmations over and over when my conscious mind 
was telling me that's not true that's not the way things work what you're saying is you know totally not true and of course I was repeating it but I wasn't believing it so the conscious mind can block you from accepting the positive suggestion so it's easier when you're in a meditative state to accept it when the conscious mind isn't as active so once you start reprogramming the mind the next step is to maintain the new thoughts and beliefs that you're reprogramming these positive opposites of the limiting beliefs that you tuned into when you're in the awareness phase so maintaining is just so essential. You can't say affirmations for 10 minutes a day and then go about the rest of your day and think, you know, negatively or think the old limiting belief for the rest of the day. That's not going to work. And when you say affirmations for 10 minutes and then spend the rest of your day focusing on what you don't want, then it's just not going to work for you because when you think about it, it's the majority of the time that you need to spend thinking and tuning into these new positive beliefs. Now, I know I said that the conscious mind may reject it, but you're going to do it in a subtle way that the conscious mind won't reject because you've already began programming the subconscious through being in your meditative state and then it's easier for the conscious mind to accept these suggestions. So you have to find ways of maintaining your new beliefs throughout the day. And it can be really, you can make it fun. You can like post notes on your computer or, you know, have reminders on your phone or write out post-it notes and place it in, you know, areas that you'll see them quite often. So you have these visual reminders. You can have audio reminders. You can have various different things. You can just even have a power word for the day, whatever it is that works for you. So don't worry too much about the reminders just to know that it is really helpful to have them. Um, and it's not again it's not about being positive throughout the day it's not about sticking what I call a positivity plaster over everything and avoiding your emotions or avoiding negative thoughts it's about choosing what you want to think so it's about just tipping the scale from the negative beliefs which had been the majority of your thinking and focus to these new positive beliefs, which now become the new majority of what you're focusing on. So it's, you're allowed to have your emotions, you're allowed to have thoughts which aren't totally focused on the positive, but you're just building up the positive intentions, the positive focus, and noticing when the negative comes in how long you dwell on it so this is really important how long you dwell on it is going to get shorter and shorter as you practice this and the amount of time you stay in the positive beliefs and thoughts is going to get longer and longer so you don't jump from 
thinking one way to thinking another overnight. It's a gradual process and you're just going to gradually get there day in, day out by practicing these new positive beliefs. So I noticed this recently when something happened. It was, I can't even remember what happened, but I remember feeling disappointed and it was something just really like simple. It it wasn't even something that was worth feeling disappointed over, but the emotion was there. So at first I kind of ignored it. I was like, you know, it's fine. Everything's okay. You know, this is silly. And then the disappointment kind of stayed with me. So I thought, no, the disappointment is there. So I'm going to honor it. I'm going to sit with it for a moment and I'm going to just see what comes up. So I sat with it and just allowed myself to be with the disappointment for a few moments rather than ignoring it, rather than pretending it wasn't there. And then when I sat with it, it didn't need to fight for my attention. It just gradually made its way out of my system over a few minutes just by being present with it. And then I was able to go back to feeling good, feeling light, and the disappointment was gone. So just to be aware that you, it's important to honor what's coming up for you and then to choose what you're focusing on. And again, I talked about this in last week's episode about honoring your emotions, about just honoring your feelings, honoring your energy, and you know, really tuning into that. And I think that's the mistake a lot of people make. They stick a positivity plaster over, you know, their wounds or their emotions, their painful emotions. And that just doesn't work. It's just not productive. You have to honor what's there, breathe into it and allow it to release in its own time. But when you don't honor it, when you don't tune into it, then it's going to fight for your attention. So you're just gradually tipping the scale from spending your day complaining or judging or feeling guilty or any lower energy emotions to recognizing when they come up, being present with it, feeling whatever needs to be felt, and then choosing, okay, well, I want to feel peaceful or I want to feel happy. And choosing your power word or reading your reminder or reading your affirmation and just gradually bringing yourself back into that state. And that's what self-mastery is. It's consciously choosing your thoughts, consciously being in the state of mind that you want to be in, so that you can create and feel the emotions that you want to feel. You can create the life that you desire. And when you do this consistently on a daily basis, and again, there'll be days when it doesn't happen and that's okay. Maybe you'll be tired or maybe you'll just be stressed and you'll forget about it. But it's just keeping going back to it, honoring yourself, honoring the process and just being gentle with yourself. So hopefully this has helped you. Hopefully you've gained some insight into self-mastery and how to begin to do it and to practice it. And believe me, the rewards are immense because once you start doing this, you'll start to feel so much better and you'll realize that when you consciously choose your thoughts, you don't have to be in a state of guilt or judgment or pain or whatever is coming up for you you don't have to stay there you can choose 
to flow through your emotions, to flow through that energy rather than staying stuck in it. So hopefully you enjoyed this. I will see you in the next episode. Thanks again so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.